Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Stu's Drum Circle. Today, what I'm going to do is give you guys a nice little breakdown of my gear, of all my drum gear, shells, hardware, sticks, my snare, cymbals, pedals, heads, tunings, how I tune my drums. We're going to get all into that in pretty good depth. Real quick, I'm going to talk about my band. I know I've been doing this in every other podcast, but one more thing I want to mention is we have had a pretty cool spread in this The Local Sector magazine. It's a Northeast Nebraska little magazine that just kind of gives you a rundown of what's going on in Northeast Nebraska. A guy that works for the magazine was able to get a hold of our guitar player, Nick Weeman for a pretty cool little interview. In the magazine, it's just an interview about where we come from as a background of the band, where we plan on being in the next few years, simple stuff like that. And you can find a copy of this article in the basement of the Fine Arts Building if you are a Wayne State College student. There's a billboard down there that has a blue background that I kind of took over and we deemed it the Stu's Shameless Plug Board. Kind of funny. Check out the magazine, though. The article's down there. So you can find that on Stu's Shameless Plug Board. Okay, that's all I'm going to talk about with the Back 40 today. Let's look at my drum gear. Okay, for my drum shells, as you all know, if you listen to these podcasts, you know I'm currently playing a kit that I built and finished May 25th of 2013. It's all birch shells, and the reason I chose birch was, personally, I think that birch has a little bit warmer of a tonal quality as opposed to maple, probably the most common wood that drum sets are built out of. I did a 22-inch diameter by 20-inch depth kick drum, a 12 by 8-inch rack tom, and a 16 by 14 inch floor tom. All those measurements are diameter by depth. The diameter is a measurement that comes first in those. My snare drum is 15 ply maple, which ends up being close to roughly a half inch thick. And this thing screams. When I was building the kit, I came across this venting system known as sonic venting, which is just a little hole drilled underneath each tension rod right above the resonant side head. And once I did this to the snare drum, I wasn't quite getting the sound I wanted, and I came to the conclusion of creating too much air pressure inside the shell of this drum. So there wasn't enough air escaping to allow for the correct volume. And I was thinking, I was like, you know what, it's my own drum set, it's my own snare drum. So I just took a half-inch drill bit, drilled two holes right through the side of the drum, and it sounds awesome. So that's what I use for shells. Birch that have a nice reddish mahogany stain with a satin finish. They look pretty good, and they sound phenomenal. For hardware, I went with the one-inch single-sided tube lugs for my bass drum rack tom and floor tom and for my snare drum i stuck with the tube lug style but went with a three and a half inch double-sided tube lug so there's only one lug for both top and bottom tension rods my snare drum like i said earlier is 15 plies of maple 
with 45 degree bearing edges and snare beds cut in the bottom. It is a 14 inch diameter by six and a half inches deep. My personal opinion, the best combination for warmth, body, and attack. Let's move on to my hardware. I use a hodgepodge of brands of stands. I have a Mapex hi-hat stand, a DW5000 dual chain-driven double pedal, a sound percussion stand for my ride cymbal, and honestly, just some random boom stands that I found at my house and have acquired over the years and just haven't really justified buying brand new stands yet, which that's something I need to do. So that's what I'm using for hardware, stands, and pedals. I am currently running the 5B by Vic Firth, just the classic Vic Firth American 5B wood tip. Favorite stick I've ever used. Balance, they hit really hard. I really enjoy them. They feel really good in my hands. As for cymbals, I recently acquired a Sabian 21-inch AAX Raw Bell Dry Ride with the brilliant finish. This thing is awesome. It pierces fantastic, but it still blends really well. For my crash setup, about directly right in front of me, right above the right above the rack tom, that is a 18-inch pasty PST8 with also a brilliant finish. Uh, medium weight. Haven't cracked it yet, which is good. And for my other crash symbol, I took my old ride and moved that over to my other crash, so I have a nice big washy sound when I want to be able to ride on a crash for a while and not get to your not get too piercing when using a ride symbol. And I also have a China symbol off to my right when sitting behind the kit sits right above the floor tom. And that is an eighteen inch Wuhan Chinese. I have had that thing for at least four years and it hasn't cracked or anything and I have beat the heck out of it. I am really pumped about that. So that's what I use for shells. That's a rundown on my hardware, what sticks I'm using, a little information about my snare, which I also built. Um, I told you about my DW5000 pedals. And another thing I really want to talk about is the drum heads I'm currently using. Evans came out with a new line of drum heads known as Level 360. What they do is they have a steeper collar design. I won't go to into too much detail about what this actually means. If you want to research it for yourself, I'd recommend it. Anyway, the steeper collar design allows for an almost 100% guaranteed perfect contact between the drum head and the drum shell, which is what every drummer has been after since the beginning of drumming. That is what produces the clearest, most crisp sound you're going to get out of your drum set. All right, one thing I've been wanting to talk about ever since I've started doing these podcasts is the tuning of these drums. Okay, tuning drums is one of the most absolute personal preference things ever. There is such an argument about how to tune your drums, what you should do, what you shouldn't do. Of course, there are things that you should do, but if your drums sound good to you, then you tuned them correctly. I'm going to tell you how I do it, which, in my belief, <laughs> is the right way, and any other drummer will argue that. Okay, for my kick drum, I have a 45-degree bearing edge on the batter side and a 30-degree bearing edge on the resonant side. 
What that allows for is maximum attack on the batter side with a perfect amount of resonance on the resonance side. How I tune this. Okay. One thing I want to talk about is when you are first putting a brand new drum head on any drum, I highly, highly recommend tuning it and applying the first amounts of tension in a star pattern. What you're going to do is you're going to put your drum head on and then you're going to put your bass drum hoop on. I like to do the batter side first. doesn't really matter, but here's what I do. I put the batter side on first, put my bass drum hoop on, and then I insert all my tension rods and tighten them finger tight in a star pattern. What I mean by the star pattern is if you start with a lug, you go across the drum to the opposite lug. I believe that you should never go in a clockwise or counterclockwise motion when putting a head on the drum for the first time. The reason this is is because if you're going in this star pattern across from each lug, you're allowing that tension to be evenly spread from one side of the hoop to the other. And then the next step is to not go to the next lug, either to your immediate left or right, but skip one either way and then do that one. So you're allowing that tension to be more distributed evenly through the head hoop and all your tension rods. If you were to go in a clockwise or counterclockwise motion, you're going to keep that tension on one single tension rod every time you are tightening that individual tension rod down. So that tension is just going to keep following the tension rods around the drum. If you do the star pattern, it evenly distributes this tension as you are tightening down the head. So I put on my bass drum all the tension rods down to finger tight, and then I usually go around and do one or two turns and just kind of really go by feel and try to get an equal amount of tension on each tension rod. I do this with both sides. I tune my resonant head a little bit tighter than my batter head. Since it has a giant vinyl sticker on it with my band's logo, there's really not a whole lot of sound that that resonant head is producing. So my bass drum is all really, really fairly loosely tuned, and it sounds really good. For my rack toms, I do the same exact process. I start with the batter head, finger tight, star pattern, a couple turns, flip it over, resonant side, star pattern, a couple turns. I usually like to keep my rack toms... I like to keep the bottom heads a little bit looser than the top heads. That gives you that really, really nice pitch bend and a really, really good tonal fall off after the attack. Instead of just a straight boom or bing or something like that, it gives you a really, really nice warm boom, almost like a bark. You can really hear that pitch just bend off and just decay into the abyss, and it sounds phenomenal. For my snare drum, I like a really, really high cracky tuned snare drum. I am running a Evans hybrid head on the top and uh, a G1 clear on the bottom. It sounds really good. I It's not even really tuned too awful high, to tell you the truth. It's more of a medium tuning with the top head being a little bit tighter than the bottom head. And I can do that because with this hybrid head, there's Kevlar as opposed to Mylar, and it gives this head a phenomenal tuning range. It feels really, really good to hit because you can just drive that stick right into the head and you get a great amount of attack and crack with still a nice amount of full body warmth. So when you're tuning your drums, it's all personal preference. 
how you want your drums to sound is how you should tune them. And when you think your drums sound good, you're done tuning them. There's a lot of people that say you need to use a drum dial, which gives you a, a physical analog readout of the tension that you have on each tension rod. It's all by feel. And if you think that your drums sound good, then don't touch it. Leave it alone. The tuning is great. I rarely tune the drums that I'm using right now. I don't know if that's because the heads I'm running that they allow the drums to stay in tune for so long. I messed with my bass drum just a little bit the other day, and it sounds a little bit better, but not too awful much than before. So my drums, for some reason, hold tuning really, really well. I'm using, on my toms, the Evans G2 coated with the Level 360 technology. The G1 clears on the bottom, also with the Level 360 technology. My kick drum batter head is an Evans EMAD 2, which I would never use anything other than this on the kick drum. It is the best sounding head I have ever came across. And there's a lot of arguments for the Aquarian Super Kick and Super Kick 2 and the Remo Power Stroke as well. But in my opinion, if you were to put all three of those heads or four of those heads together and listen to them separately, the EMAD would win 110% of the time. It's phenomenal. So that is what I use for gear. Shells, cymbals, sticks, stands, how I tune my drums. And if you guys have any questions about a little, maybe a little bit farther in depth about how I tune my drums or how you feel that you can obtain the sound that you're after, feel free to give me a call. If you have my number, great. If not, shoot me an email at hvkcustomdrums at gmail.com, and I'll be happy to answer any questions about tuning. Uh, quote, I'll even shoot you a quote if you're interested in drum set. Anything you guys are interested in drums, let me know. Shoot me the question. I'd be more than happy to help you out and hopefully come into a conclusion. That is all I got for you today. It turned out to be pretty long. Stay with me here, and you guys will get some pretty sweet information on the band, my drums, whatever it may be. Have a good day. Keep playing drums. If you do play drums, don't ever stop. If you don't play drums, you should definitely try it. It's really, really fun. That's how I tune my drums. That's my gear. Follow my band on Facebook, facebook.com slash the back 40 band. Have a good day. Drum on America. Keep it up. You're beautiful. <laughs>